guys just moved in, huh? How do you know? I live next door to you. What happened there? Some kids from school. I'll help you. But you're a girl. I'm a lot stronger than you think I am. I found another body a few days ago. Victim completely drained of blood. Please don't see that boy again. Where's your dad? You're listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guy See the Remix. This is episode 306. I'm Marquis Mike. Is this our Cyber Week episode? Yeah. Or, this, uh, this, this episode is 50% off. 50? <laughs> Buy one episode, get two episodes free. And you know what? As a, as a bonus, I'll toss in free shipping. Free shipping on this episode? Free shipping. Yeah. Man. But you gotta order now. So is, is it not like the Monday before Thanksgiving through like New Year's, like just one big sale? I think so. Like Black Friday's still a thing, but it's almost done being a thing. Yeah. And really, it's just the door busters. It, yeah. It's really just to get people in the door at 2 a.m. and to a Best Buy. But really, uh, we ended up going to. On Black Friday, not to Black Friday shop, but you know we were just out and about. So we went to Target. There were like we could have got sales. And I think those sales are still going on. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, I I don't go there today and still get something. I don't do the like get in line for Black Friday. And no. I, I know a lot of people do because I think a lot of people it has become this kind of like a fun social thing for them. Yeah, like it's a family activity they do. It's like, but I mean now like my brother called me Thanksgiving night and he's like, you won't believe where I am. I'm at Best Buy. Like why? Well, I needed a hard drive. I'm like, so okay. Yeah. It, I, I think things like that. Like if you're looking for something like that, like Ooh. a hard drive or yeah. a TV. If yeah. you're in a market for a TV, I think you can get a really, really, really good deal. Oh yeah, yeah. If yeah. you go down to a store and get there early. Yeah. And they have those. Although, like I said, at Target we were walking around and they still had. You can get a 50 inch. Like they like the price cut on like a 50 inch TV was still crazy. Oh uh, yeah, I mean yeah. it's yeah on that day. But yeah, then it, and then you know uh, we got. Black, I mean, Black Friday starts, like, as soon as you're done eating Christmas dinner. Yeah. And then, so we got, liter- or thanks, we got literally Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving dinner. Then we, yeah. the Thanksgiving thing. Then we, we got all the pre-Black Friday deals. Yep. We got Black Friday. Then we got Small Business Saturday. Small Business Saturday. And then Saturday. Local Sunday. Which, are they giving deals on Small Business Saturday? Or I thought it was just, as a consumer, go shop small businesses. I think, I think. It might be an incentive for small businesses to maybe run a sale. Maybe run a sale or yeah, something. special. Yeah. But I think a lot of them still run Black Friday. Or jack too. the prices up. Or jack them up, yeah. yeah. And then we got Cyber Monday, which is then like kind of worked in the Cyber Week. Yeah. It's crazy. I didn't buy a single thing. And then and then I go. Da- I went down. I go every year. Yeah. Um, I have like some board games that oh, yeah. put out like new stuff. And this time of year, I always wait knowing that the shop I go to, mm-hmm. they always... Uh, have their Black Friday and and the Friday and Saturday after Thanksgiving, their doorbuster is opening till one o'clock. They have like deals, but then all weekend, if you spend fifty bucks, you get a ten dollar gift card. Yeah, and like I had enough stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna spend a hundred bucks. I'm just gonna wait until Friday, go down there. They're holding my stuff for me because mm-hmm. I had them hold it for me, and I spend it there and I get my gift cards. Yeah. But that's the only place I go. Yeah. I've, I've never gone anywhere like... Yeah, I've never lined up for something. Or no, I've never done that. The, well, I have... 
take that back. I've lined up for like the midnight release of Call of Duty oh, or something. Yeah. yeah. I've never done that. I was young, dumb. Yeah. Now you can just download online. Now I just download it, yeah. yeah when go, I'm ready. Go, when go I'm through your app store, yeah. Pre, you can preload a game now. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's ready to play. The morning you wake up. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, well, you weren't doing any shopping. What were you watching? Did some watching this this time around, these Ooh. couple weeks. Um, uh, so TV-wise, literally just kind of continuing my... All the only thing I'm really watching is those HBO shows. So Dark Materials uh-huh. and Silicon Valley. Continuing with those. Um, did some movies, though. I watched them, some in the house. Um, Steve Carell in Beautiful Boy. Okay. That's an Amazon movie. Uh, yep. I watched with, it on uh, Amazon. Timothy Chalamet? Uh, is that the... Oh, no. I think he's with the Ben Stiller movie. I just know Steve Carell. Uh, I didn't know who was playing the son. Um, a couple other faces you recognize. Uh, really good movie. Heart Wrencher. Uh, yeah, good movie. Kind of a. Yeah, it could it could bring you way down. So you gotta. You gotta be ready for yeah. a, a pretty a pretty downer movie, but it's good, and Steve Carell's really good in it. Yeah, that was Timothy Chalamet. I think, I think I remember hearing early buzz about that movie. Uh, maybe some some Oscar, some some Oscar talk, but then it kind of just kind of came and went very quietly. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it sounded interesting based on the premise of the movie. Yeah, it's really good. It's yeah. just about addiction. And, yes, and, and, and that's kind of one of the reasons I've been avoiding it. Yeah, and I see it on like when you're. Scroll through Prime, it's just like, this, this sounds heavy. It, it's very heavy. Yeah. And yeah, it's just a very, it's about addiction and, and how it affects not only the person addicted, but even more the family right. is around and the friends around that person. Yeah. Um, then, on an, uh, another kind of like, uh, another, I don't know the word for it. We watched Britney Runs a Marathon. Okay. Um, and that's kind of about self-image yeah. and, and health. Um, and that's streaming now? Yeah, that's, on, okay. that's on Amazon Prime yeah. streaming. All right. Uh, fantastic movie. Good, okay. Fantastic movie. Jillian Bell. Yep, she is really great in it. Oh. The surrounding, the cast around her is great. Um, great movie, real inspirational. Excellent film. Uh, I watched a, a Mads Mikkelsen, Arctic. Oh. That is a movie. I think I watched it on Netflix. It may be kind of on all the streaming yeah. things, but it's a survival movie. He's a, a pilot crashes in the Arctic. His airplane crashes. Yeah. Um, Arctic survival thing. Uh, it's okay if you're up for something with a little action, a little yeah. drama, and you just got a little time, like an hour. I think it's like hour forty or so. Maybe no, it's actually a pretty short movie. It's one right time thirty. Uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. It's. Nothing like really unique on the survival side of things, but it's cool. It's cool. I, I liked it. It's um, it's good. Then I watched, uh, and I think I'd seen this years ago, but we watched it again. Um, Ricky Gervais, Ghost Town. Okay, yeah. Um, I, I think I'd seen it before. I'm not sure if I have seen it. I had forgotten it, and I, it was okay, but maybe it's forgettable. 
I don't know. Um, I think that's a good yeah, description of it. Yes. Yeah, I, cause I didn't see Joe Ghost Town. I mean, 05, 06, somewhere in there, 07? Yeah. It must have been a little after the U.S. office. So, but yeah, I remember watching it. I was like, yeah, it's enjoyable, but I mean, it's, it's a movie I've never thought of until you just mentioned yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And I wasn't sure if I saw it. I was like, yeah, let's just fire it up. Yeah. And, and uh, maybe. So if I had, it is forgettable. And after watching it again, I'm like, yeah, it is a forgettable movie. Yeah. Uh, got out, got out to the big screen. Yeah. Um, went out to see uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Okay. Great movie. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. I'm not a car guy. Yeah. I'm not necessarily a racing guy. Mm-hmm. But it's a damn good movie. I hear it's a very good movie. My favorite thing coming out of it is all the people just go, "This is the perfect dad movie." Like your dad is gonna love this movie. Absolutely. It's got everything your dad wants. Absolutely, it does. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's long as f. Yeah, I think the, it, I, I've been looking at the runtime like two and a half hours, two thirty-five. It's got a good pace. Yeah, but it's yeah. long. Four versus Ferrari, better. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, we're talking about the twenty-four hour Le Mans. So. Yeah, you got not pace. Yeah. You know? So yeah, it's a long one, but I really enjoyed it. Recommend it. Um, a little different of a Christian Bale. Yeah, he, he's just a good damn actor. Mm-hmm. He, he's just playing this this character, and I'm like, man, that's different than he was in the the boxing movie. That's not fucking Bruce Wayne. Yeah. You know, it's cool. Uh, and Matt Damon's just Matt Damon. You know, he's likable. He's, he's, so, yeah, he's, that's he's his, basically the same person in every movie, but that's fine. That's his move. Like, yeah. he, he knows how to bring his likability to a character. And just, yeah, I mean... He has a very everyman quality. And yeah, just, I like, guess, like, really the only thing where he's kind of not that guy is maybe the Bourne movies. But it's just because he's such a robotic yeah. fucking... Badass. But even then, I feel like it. It he makes it work maybe better than someone else could, just because he doesn't. Look even like, though he's so robotic, like just because it is Matt Damon, there's still like humanity to him. Right, right. Where, he, he maybe that's like, when the Jeremy Renner movie wasn't that good. I don't. Yeah, yeah and, and Matt Damon is the guy that you know. If he wasn't Matt Damon, you'd see him walking down the street, and he would just be a guy. Yeah. You know, he's not you know particularly good looking or anything like that. Yeah. You know, and I now you bring that. That's a good. Because there's nothing wrong with, like... Like, I would never say Matt Damon's a bad actor, but he always is just Matt Damon in his movies. Yeah, it's just... That's why there's... Yeah. There, there's a level of movie star where it's, like, you bring your personality to the role. Yeah. And then, on the flip side, you have Christian Bale. Yep. Who just completely loses himself exactly. in a role. Yeah. And then, uh, we got out and, and we went and saw Knives Out. So, we saw Knives Out. Yeah. Fucking awesome. That's Okay. Uh, that's what I got. I got. I had some stuff this week. Yeah, I, I had to add some. You made me think of a movie that I watched, and I did not <laughs> write it down, so I'm writing it down now. Um, speaking of, speaking of uh, Steve Carell, Ricky Gervais, uh, I'm doing an Office rewatch. Uh, started it Thanksgiving night, and I'm like halfway through season two. Of the British or the American? American. Okay. Ma- Ma- American Office. Uh, my wife never seen it, so we started the, fired up the Office. It's a great show. It is that a great may be show. The, that may be the best sitcom. It's so good. Is is The Office. I I, I just read um, the Rain Wilson autobiography. Uh-huh. And um, it's not all about The Office, but he does a good, solid two chapters. It's mostly about The Rocker. About the, he does a lot about The Rocker. There's yeah. actually a lot of information about The Rocker. Oh, good. It's just like it getting made and, and kind of what it was. But um, he does a good two solid 
chapters about The Office, yeah. and it's very interesting. Very, very uh, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a great show. Uh, rewatching it, you know, my wife's watching it. Yeah, yeah. She, you know, so she's never seen it, but she knows how popular it is in pop culture, memes and stuff, references. And she's just like, why does everyone like Steve Carell? Why does everybody like Michael Scott? He is the worst human being. And on rewatch, I was like, yeah, he is. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's probably a good call that they softened him up a little bit going forward because, yeah, yeah, he's awful. He started to, as the seasons went by, he had more and more redeemable qualities. Redeem, yeah, that, but yeah. that first season in, in, in Indus, too, I was just like, oh, yeah, he's, he's a bad guy. Like, yeah, they kind of mentioned that in the, he, Ray Wilson mentions oh. that in the book, how there's this point where they give him humanity. Yeah, I mean, he's going to go nine seasons yeah. of this. Just that. So, um, but watch the movies. Uh, a lot of stuff at home, just kind of traveling and getting ready for the holidays. I watched Into the Spider Verse. A lot of rewatches because I, I, it kind of coincided with like doing stuff. Uh, so I watched Into the Spider Verse. Uh, that's a great movie. That movie's so cool. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it, it, it's it's good. It's so cool. Uh, watched The Fighter. Speaking of Christian Bale, mm. wanted to watch that. And I threw on the, the Fighter. That's uh, the boxing movie's title. Yeah. Uh, that's why I was like, oh, that's right, I did see. You, when you said Christian Bale, I was like, what did I just see Christian Bale in it? Because I remember commenting, uh, getting my wife, and I was just like, I so good. So good. But uh, yeah, so it was uh, it was the fighter. Yeah, Christian Bale's very very good in that. Um, I Thanksgiving night, I watched Creed again. It's becoming a Thanksgiving tradition. My mom had never seen it. And she she loves boxing movies. Mm. Uh, probably could watch The Fighter with her. Although The Fighter's a little serious. I think she she loves uh, like Rocky. She loves like uh, like Rocky Six. It's like her favorite movie. <laughs> so uh, I was like, oh, you're gonna love uh, Creed. Isn't that the the Rocky movie that everyone pretty much has just decided doesn't exist? Or no, I'm thinking five. Yeah, uh, Rocky Six is like the comeback, but it's like yeah. old Sylvester. Rocky Stallone. Six is Balboa. Oh yeah, Balboa. Yeah, Balboa, that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah it's just Balboa's called. good. Yeah, it's it's good. Yeah, uh, it's not great. Not great, but it's a good movie. But like, she loves Balboa. Okay. You know, uh, so I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Check out Creed. She loves Creed. So Creed. I love Creed. Yeah, yeah. Creed's good. Uh, and then I made it to theaters. I also watched Knives Out. It's really good. It's good. It might be. Uh, I I, uh, I left the theater. I, I saw it with my sister and my wife. And you know you're sitting in a quiet theater. The movie ends. We all get up. I don't know how I don't know how they they thought about the movie. I know I loved it, and they both just like that. That was an amazing. It was amazing. What we yeah. said. I I we got out and the first thing like I was just like, why don't they just make more movies like that? I was upset that this is an original movie because I just I was like, oh, like I knew it was an original. I knew it was written by Ryan Johnson. And I was upset because I was like, I can't go to Barnes and Nobles and go buy Benoit Blanc books. Right? Yeah, 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 just yeah. Hang out with Benoit Blanc. It, it's just a good movie. And like, why do we always gotta have Marvel movies? Yeah. Why do we always gotta have Star Wars movies? Why can't we just have these kind of movies? You know. Why do we need biopics? Yeah. Like, we don't need any more rock and roll biography movies. No. Just make these good movies. Yeah. And ma- maybe the reason we need Star Wars movies. Is so Ryan Johnson can do them, and then have a studio agree to give him a budget so he can get all these actors that he wants into yeah. a completely original movie, like written by him. And that is a um, 
whodunit mystery that like they don't make whodunit no. mysteries. It, a whodunit mystery comedy. And Daniel Craig is so good. Yeah. Every, I mean, everyone knows he's James Bond. Yeah. And his James Bond movies are great. Uh-huh. But, like, he does a movie like this, and it's so good. Or he did the one with Adam Driver and Channing. Uh, Lucky Channing. Logan. Or Logan and Lucky. He's just like this. Comp- yeah. He's a good actor. He's kind of a Christian bale He can do these different yeah, roles. Yeah, he can fall into a role. And, and I, I kind of wish he could do more different things like oh. that. Well, I if this is his last Bond, maybe he's just going to be uh, Benoit Blanc forever. And just do these. <laughs> no, I, I I do want to see him in more stuff. Where he's just, I, and I love the I. Uh, I'm not a big James Bond guy, but I I really like the Dale Craig James Bonds, and uh, but I want to see him do other things just because of like this movie and Logan Lucky and yeah. yeah. Anytime I see him, I was like, yeah, I like Dale Craig. He can do it. Yeah, he can do it. And and I didn't. I mean, he pulls off that that fucking good southern man accent really good his first line in the movie my wife turned into me she, she turned over and goes uh, I thought he was British <laughs> I go he is <laughs> and I go well the act are we talking about the character or the uh, the actor is British yes but he yeah he, he does a great garden garden uh, of good and evil or got you know whatever that yeah. Kevin Spacey movie is it was um yeah it, I don't know if it was my like the best movie of the year my, it's my favorite movie of the year it was definitely the most fun movie I saw in the theaters it's a really great movie. A long time. I wouldn't. Have, I didn't come out and say, like, like your sister came out. and was like, that's amazing. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't think it was amazing, but it was very good. Yeah. I thought it was great, and I'm happy. It has it like an energy. Yeah, and uh, yeah, definitely the fun, like. And I don't condone this. Don't talk here in the movie theater. But there were people talking in my theater, and it really didn't even bother me because it was just talking like, oh, the thing, <laughs> or you heard just so I was like. Yeah, like, it was like people trying to follow along and just couldn't help themselves from being like, I knew it! You know, just saying stuff. We, we in that theater, well, one, we had the lady with the baby who, like, the baby's crying. There was a baby in ours! And I was like, who do you think you are? It's, it's called Knives Out. Like, who do you think you are? But sitting next to me was this guy, jovial gentleman. Uh-huh. Um, he, he asked us to trade seats because their seats were separated from his, like, wife or uh-huh. something. Yeah, we'll trade. If you show me you actually own those seats. Yeah. Um, but during the previews, this guy was very talkative, very doing the thumbs up, thumbs down for the previews thing. Oh, yeah. Like, someone he knows down the aisle, like, rah, rah, like putting his thumb way up. And, and I was like, this I, guy I do that. is Very quietly, too. I'm like, this guy That's a big uh, problem. Like, a huge problem. Yeah. But luckily, during the movie, he was not a huge problem. Oh, he did a lot of hmms and... But in that movie, it I'm fine with it. Forces it out of you to just yeah. be like, oh. Yeah, he did, he did a lot of. Uh. I might have. I mean, I don't know if I did an O oh or an ah, but I definitely had like a, like a like a breath take. Like, oh, of course. Like, yeah. I don't. I didn't say of course. But they were just you're watching a big tub of popcorn. I'm like, oh. Yeah, very. It's a very well executed, clever mystery. Movie. Yeah. Like. For being like, especially a comedy, where I was just like, all right, like, yeah, we can figure this out, right? I've, I've seen a million of these movies, I, I figure this out, and then I was like, I, yeah, I mean, there's nothing, I don't know how to, there's nothing new about a whodunit movie, yeah, but he, it's he refreshes it in yeah. some way. That's it's kind of yeah. like there's nothing new about a mob movie, yeah, but he made Brick. He's like, well, let's set a mob movie in high school, yeah. How are we gonna do it? And he, and it's just this cool fucking movie, and I mean. 
I didn't like Last Jedi. Right. But a lot of people did. Well, he was like, everyone loves Last Jedi. How can I do it differently? How can I, be, how can I make people not like it? I don't I know. Dislike it or not. I'll kill Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, or Duda. Of course, Looper. Yeah, Looper. Awesome. Time. Yeah. He did a refreshing take on a time travel movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like see what I'm. I'm very interested to see what 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 he does next. Uh, yeah. But you don't want him to do too much. No, you know, you, you want him to do things because he's good at it. Yeah, but you don't want him to get too carried away. No, no. In two years, oh, I don't know. Did he do the new Star Wars? Uh, JJ is back on for back to I see. Okay, yeah. so in like two three years, there will come a trailer. Or I'll, I'll, I'll catch wind that there's a new Ryan Johnson movie. And you know what? I was like, ooh, I'd like to see that. Well, I thought he had gotten awarded his own Star Wars trilogy. Oh. I'm not sure if that's still a thing. Less their interested. Whole, like, their whole, like, they, they decided to put pause on their side story things. Yeah. So I'm not sure what he's doing now, yeah. if he is doing that. Not that I dislike Star Wars. I just, you know. More interested in something original. Yeah, something original. Yeah. I mean, you know, I want to see what see, see what he can do with like yep. an original story because he's got three really good ones that I, that I enjoy. So, um, yeah, that, that's what I saw. So yeah, made on theaters. Uh, good time to go. Great time. Yeah, yeah. still need some more stuff, but uh, yeah, so that's what I saw. And then we uh, we kind of it's December. It's it's the time of gift giving and Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. Um, but really, Mark. It's the time of cold. It is. It's cold. It's it's cold in this this. It's cold in this neck of the woods. It's cold in Sweden, and apparently, what I learned, it gets cold in New Mexico as does, well. Does it ever sunshine in Sweden? Is it always just everything's everything's frozen in Sweden? Always. I'm trying to think Do of they mid, have summer there. I think midsummer it takes place in Sweden, and and then it, the sun doesn't set. Oh, I thought midsummer was Greenland. Uh, Midsummer Iceland setting. Let's see, where does Midsummer take place? Oh, Iceland or Greenland? Sweden makes sense. Uh, oh, so is it was the point of Midsummer? That's the first question. <laughs> you know, I asked myself that too. I said, "What? What is this about?" <laughs> uh, they travel to. It takes place in. It was shot in Budapest. That makes sense. Sweden takes place in Sweden. Sweden. So, at least during the Midsummer Festival, it's always sunny. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, but again, the winter very dark. So as far it's it's up the, it's way up north there. Yeah, yeah. kind of like Alaska. Right. People still don't know what we watched. Sweden is like the Alaska of Europe. Yeah, that's what I think. That's what everybody says about it. It's the, Stockholm is the Juno <laughs> of. Of Europe. Uh, we watched a, the 2010 American remake of the 2008 Swedish film, Let the Right One In. We watched Let Me In. Uh, oh, oh, man. I opened too many tabs looking up Midsummer. Here we go. Uh, Let the Right One In. Uh, it says a Swedish film. It was 2008. It is about a 12-year-old boy who is bullied and... Uh, um, befriends the a new neighbor girl who happens to be a vampire, and uh, hijinks ensue. <laughs> now it's uh, it's it's listed as a uh, romantic horror film, and I, I can't disagree with that. 
I get it. Yeah. I get it. I mean, if we if we got to have a subgenre for everything, like we do. Oh, yeah. Everything's got a subgenre. Nothing can just be one genre. Right. If, if when you go on IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, it has to, there has to be a comma. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's like we've talked about this because, uh, you know, early in the year, I didn't know this was a thing. And then you watched, last time we did a show, you watched a body horror. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, why can't we just call it a horror movie? Because it's a body horror. It's a body horror. I mean, if we need a subgenre. Yeah. Then sure, just have right. everything needs subgenres. Yeah, because well, well, there's just too much stuff. Yeah, you know, you can't be like let the right one in. And uh, Blade, Blade, those are two very different vampire movies. Dude, yes, Twilight. You gonna throw that in there with them? You can't. They're too different. Twilight might be more in the romantic vampire genre, right? I would assume, yeah. No, they're romantic young adult vampire yeah. genre. This is romantic vampire frozen. Yeah. Icy. Preteen. Preteen yeah. genre. But watching it, it, I mean, if if you did have to just pick a genre, I'd say more, more a, a, a love story than a horror. Um are those some freaky elements? Was this your first time watching Let the Right One In? No. I had seen this <clears throat> years and years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a, it's a foreign. We'll kind of talk about it together. Because this, this is our first time doing a foreign remake of a movie. And yeah. kind of the, the, the hip thing to do, which is uh, do one so close after the initial release. Which is 2008 and then turn around, release an American version 2010. Uh, so this movie, Let the Right One In, it was a big hit on, uh, the film festivals. It opened, uh, had a, uh, here we go. It had a small budget of 4.5, uh, American dollars, you know, converting it, uh, made $11.2 million, big hit with the critics, and the American rights were bought for this film, uh, shortly after its theatrical release. So it was one of those hit theaters, and uh, instantly studios were uh, turning around and turn this into an American uh, version. Bidding for it. Yeah. The American version, Let Me In, comes out in 2010, uh, follows the same story. A 12-year-old bullied child befriends the uh, girl next door who is also a vampire. Uh, this one is uh, directed and written, or the adapted by Matt Reeves, it stars Cody Smith McPhee, Chloe Grace Moretz, and Richard Jenkins. Um, Elias Kutias, also known as Casey Jones from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Who is he? He's the cop. He's the cop. Oh wow! Okay, that's Casey Jones. Let's go back and rewatch. Because I bet now that I know it, I'll see it. Yeah. But uh, one of my favorite actors of all time. Yeah. <laughs> was this your first time watching Let Me In? It was. Uh, I guess we'll just jump into it. What did you like about Let Me In? I think that they did a real good kind of conversion into the American standard. Hmm. Does that make sense? Standard? I don't know if the word standard's right. Well, I mean, it depends on what your standard is. It is in English, which I would say for an American movie, that's a must. Okay, let's go back. Let's back up. The Swedish version, I I don't speak Swedish. No, I um, I can't read Swedish. It I don't know, in the 
I don't know how prevalent English is as a language in Sweden. Yeah. Um, but some movies can't and don't or won't do subtitles right. Yeah. They did really good subtitles. Yeah. Um, for the movie, I think, I I think the movie uh, lent itself well to subtitles because there's not a lot of dialogue. Right. But the subtitles are boom. They don't go away quick. Yeah. You can read them enough where you can still visually enjoy the film. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah. Because if there was one word I would describe this movie is its, it's ambiance. Mm-hmm. And, and it didn't steal from that. Like, I still felt like I was in the playground with the kids. Yeah. In the snow. Reading what they said, understanding what they're saying, but able to enjoy the film. Mm. That's one thing. Like, I don't mind. I watch... A lot of foreign films, yeah. subtitles don't bother me, but sometimes they're distracting. Oh, sometimes yeah. you just can't keep up. Oh, yeah. Taki? Too fast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this movie, it, it, it's... A, the elements that they took from the Swedish film uh, translate very well. Uh, casting, I thought was really great. You know, this is a movie that's about a 12-year-old boy and a vampire girl who's 12. Uh, locked in at that age, you know, when you become a vampire... That's just it. Um, they got to carry the movie, and then they're good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought all the other characters were really good. Uh, I hate to say this, because this is about a child. And it's he's simply just reading the role given to him. But uh, I like the bully in that how much I hated him. He's got a punchable face. Yeah. And yeah. it's not his fault. That's his face. And he's probably not a bully in real life. But he shows up on screen. At first, I was like, oh, fuck this kid. Like, this is awful. This is so stupid. And the more I watched it, I was like, yeah, I guess that's the point, is that this kid's a fucking little little turd. And It's kind of along the lines of the kid who played Joffrey in yeah. Game of Thrones. Like, you just... You think it's an awful experience. character at yeah. first, and then you realize, like, it's not an awful character. Like, it's, it's the point of the character. Yeah. Like, he's supposed to be hated. And he does such a good job of being hated. I hate you, and I hate the way you look. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you look at his face, and you're just like... Fuck you, fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I saw him, I was like, this kid wouldn't be a bully. But I was like, no, this kid wouldn't be a bully. This is who he would bully. A tiny, ch- a tinier kid and, like, girls. And, yeah. you don't see him, and then you find out, like, oh, well, yeah, his older brother is, like, a, a bully too. A, a psychopath. And how many, like... A murderer. How many bullies did you know growing up? Their older brother was always an asshole, too. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, I had, I knew a lot of kids like that. Like, I, I mean, like, I, I lived an average childhood. Uh-huh. I got, I got teased and bullied, and I teased and bullied. Yeah, you know, and on average, but the bully kids always had bully brothers. Yeah, they were all they were just a family of assholes, and they had bully dads. Yeah, like it's just like it's runs a, into blood. It's a learned thing. It is. It is. <laughs> yeah, and when you uh, look like the lead of this movie, I mean, that kid must be younger than like they must have cast a. a yeah, bunch of, I mean I, he's so. Tiny. Yeah. In this, uh, he may have well been thirteen, and but and but they were. Yeah, yeah. And you cast about fifteen year olds. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. at that age, that's such a you know big. Just size, size and difference. the maturity of the face. Yeah. Looking, you know, that you know, got they weren't they were a little more out of the baby face. Yeah. Uh, I think that in just as a movie, you know, kind of comparing both because of what it does well. This, this is, it, it's a, a very effective. You know, I wouldn't even call it a horror movie, but um, it's got some uh, suspense mm-hmm. that's just very well executed. 
Yeah, and, and nothing room. And none of that weird, gross, you gotta turn, like, someone's gotta, just can't watch it kind of stuff. You know, it's not yeah. grody. Oh, the hardest stuff to watch isn't even, like, the, the vampire aspect of it. It's, it's the bullying. Yeah. Exactly. I think it was, it was way more intense. It makes than, you uncomfortable. Yeah. It makes you uncomfortable, yeah. Yeah. Um, what does this do better than the 2008? Well, I'll tell you what it, um, it, it trims down on the cast. Uh. Um. The, the, the Swedish version has have that whole like side group of like barflies uh-huh. um, that became confusing on on who was who how the in it in a lot of it is lost in translation like how are, was that guy was that one woman the guy's sister or was his wife or his girlfriend I had to read the wiki and, and, and so like yeah they're, they're, and, and I think they're okay but I, I did prefer what they did in the American version was like let's just Cut these erroneous characters out, yeah. and kind of just rearrange the story. So now the cop is, and we brought this cop in who's more. It makes more sense for an American that there's a cop investigating yeah. these, these things. Um, Although kind of a, kind of an inept cop. Well, I mean, we're talking about like New Mexico, small town, small town New Mexico, New Mexico, yeah. like in in 1983. Yeah. You know, I mean, he like, kicks that door down. I was like, "What's your plan? You don't have a warrant." Yeah. Anything you find in this apartment, that as far as you know, is just quiet. You can't just go around kicking doors down. He heard something. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Um, you I heard did, the squeak of the floor, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think uh, he hears something on the door, and then immediately just goes, "And I'm kicking this door down." Yeah. <laughs> it's like. You gotta follow a protocol. Yeah, but he had he had this cop instincts. He knew something was up. Yeah, but I mean, even if he was right, and he arrested a vampire, that's not gonna hold up in court, bro. It's you're gonna throw that out. That vampire's gonna be back on the streets. Listen, faster than you could say. His cop instincts says something was going down in that build in that in that apartment. He had to get in that apartment. You know. We hold them to a higher standard, though. Yeah, we you do now. Call it in. We do now, Mark. We did in 1983, dude. Oh, uh, you gotta call that in. 18, in 1983, don't have radios. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what didn't you like about "Let the Right One"? Let me in. Um. Let's look at let's look at my notes yeah. here. Um. So. Some of the. I had no problem with how closely they followed uh-huh. the original. Um, it was a direct translation, but there were some weird things they that physically and story wise didn't make sense to yeah. me. Like when what's his when he's the guy's going to harvest blood uh-huh. for the first time. Um, there's not a worse place in the world to incapacitate a driver. Than being stopped at a railroad crossing. Yeah, no, that just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Why would you choose that? If he's, we're led to believe that he is certain that the kid put it in park to wait for the train, uh, or that he's able to throw it in park before he incapacitates the kid. Because if if you're just if you're like ah, I'm just at this stop, yeah. no one ever puts in park until they've been waiting at least ten minutes. Yeah, you keep your foot on the brake. So if you're gonna grab me. My foot's coming off the brake. I'm fighting. We're going. We're both going headfirst into a moving train. Yeah. Well, you know, and he admits it though. <laughs> He's getting sloppy. Yeah. Getting sloppy. Getting old. Getting old. You know. Yeah. Getting sloppy. Um, yeah. I. Uh, I'm start from the beginning. Uh, title change. 
Do we need it? Let the right one in. That's a cool title. That's a I. I'm having a hard time saying yeah, let me in. I think because the movie's not about me. Yeah, the the original title was much better. Yeah, like it did, really did you need to change it? I say no. Keep it. Let, let the right one in. That's cool. That's a cool title. It's a cool title. Um, it's kind of long. It is a little long. It's though. a little wordy, but yeah, let me in. I just, I, I, it doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right coming out of me. I think let the right one in. Maybe may have been too sophisticated for uh, an American movie trailer, a poster. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. And that, so now, and that gets in maybe my biggest uh, gripes with the movie is, did they dumb it down too much? Um, this is, uh, this is a movie that I watched, uh, I, I do it sometimes, I'll watch the sequel or the remake first. And it's just it's a timing thing. I, was, I don't know if I can get them both in. So I watched this, I watched Let Me In first, and I, just, I liked it. I really liked it. I was like, this is a good movie. I enjoy this. And then I watched Let the Right One In, and I go, oh, this is a superior movie. And I think it, it is, it's almost, sh- like, there's a lot of just shot for shot and dialogue right from mm-hmm. it. But then the little things that they changed, I was like, oh, I think you changed it for the worst. I think there's a lot of subtlety in the Swedish version that I think makes it a more effective story that is just lost. In the main, it's just Owen versus Oscar. And Oscar, when I watched Swedish, I was like, oh, yeah, that, that's a, that kid's a psychopath. And Owen, I think, is just a bullied kid. And they cut that scene in the Swedish version of uh, Ellie, uh, and in the American version, Abby, um, telling him, like, oh, you know, you, you want to kill people. Uh, you know, yeah, they just kinda, do it. They didn't go all the way. They yeah, they never go like, all the way. Just hit harder. You yeah. hit him, you got to hit him hard. Not, yeah. well, you should kill him. Or yeah. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, she, she does that at that, that me. Because, you know, you see uh, Owen... Wearing the mask when he first sees, like, what the fuck's wrong with this kid? And then you see, it's like, oh, he's just repeating what the bully says to him. Yeah. And he's living out this fantasy of kind of getting revenge and, you know, needs a little uh, coaxing from uh, a, a vampire to, to stand up for himself. But in the Swedish version, the whole time, I'm just like, something. there's something off about Oscar. It's not that just he's a bullied kid. Sure. Maybe he deserves a little bullying because I think this kid's a psychopath. <laughs> uh, you know, even the, the, the scene where um, he, you, uh, he doesn't invite her in. And then, uh, you know, shenanigans ensue. Oscar's kind of a, a dick about it. Yes. And Owen's not. Owen. He's like, was there a fake wall? Yeah. What, like, he's, he's making this noise. Yeah, and he's kind yeah. of giving her this, like, kind of like teasing. Like, yeah, ah, just do it, you know. Owen, I think, is just um, naive about the whole situation. Yeah. yeah. And just little changes like that. I just like. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I, I just much preferred. Just little things like that. Uh, the, the girl who gets attacked and becomes a vampire and then, you know, has to deal with her fate. I think it's done better in the Swedish version of, like, kind of just adding emotion to it versus then what happened in the American version, which is just, like, accident. She gets bit and she dies. Yeah. And, and then yeah, the, catches on fire. Oh, a window opens. Yeah, I get it. In, like, in the Swedish version, it's more... Purposeful. And I, I get what you're saying, but on, on the other yeah. side of that, like, I feel like the, the, the changes and cuts they made yeah. streamline things. Because some, some of this, I, 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 overall, I agree. The Swedish version is superior. Yeah. I don't think it's that superior, though. Mm. I, I think both movies are good. And the American, like, 
the the lady that gets bit in the Swedish version. Yeah. We got this whole weird thing, and it's with all those extra characters that yeah. like, we don't really need because it confuses me. And then we have the weird cat yes. scene yeah. where they got rid of that, and I appreciate them getting rid of that in the American version yeah. because there of any scene in the original that is like this weird thing that just didn't belong in the movie. It's the cat scene to me. Yeah. Um, but I think that's another thing. Both movies do great, and, and I mean, I guess. The original did great, and the the American just yeah. kind of copied it. Is they they use these uh, traditional vampire tropes, uh-huh. um, but they don't get cheesy. Like no, yeah. you got to be invited in. Yeah, you, you know, they're cold. The vampires are cold. Yeah. Cats hate them. Little weird things like that. Yeah, that one's new to me. And and but they that. don't. Like, you didn't you didn't have a guilty pleasure uh, watching True Blood on HBO. Oh. Yeah, Cats, I didn't watch that, that show. That was my guilty pleasure for years. Does that date I, back to... I believe uh, they touched on that in True Blood. Uh, does that date back to uh, Dracula? I don't know if they go back that far with that. I'm the not cat sure day. I go back that far. Oh, okay, so yeah, the, the cat. That's... But, so like, I, I I do get that, Yeah. but I, I'm okay with kind of some of that dumbing down stuff. Yeah. Um, for me, it was just taking a movie that, you know, was a... Was, uh, a B plus, and the difference between a B plus and an A minus was just the Swedish film. Just adding just those little, little bit more of humanity. I, I like that. You know, it, it made more sense for Oscar to run away than Owen. I think at the end because, um, yeah, and yeah, and, and, and true. But yeah, I mean, I mean, let me in is still a very, and we'll get to it at the end. But like, this is still a good movie. Yeah. And I would recommend people watch it. And, like, the American version, like, the, the woman that gets bit and, yeah. and catches on fire, like, she's just kind of, like, they kind of set her up for you not to like her anyway. Yeah. She's, like, cheating on her boyfriend. Yes. Or something. And then they just kill her. So you don't really care. But, yeah. In the, in the yeah, and it's just an accident. The nurse comes yeah. in, opens the window. Yeah. The, there's a in the Swiss version, she has to, you know, she realizes that she's becoming a vampire. Yeah, and then and and there's this, like, this whole other, like... You know the saloon scene got you yeah. know the, the bar flies, which are their own kind of community and friendships and relationships. Um, yeah. That, yeah, they just kind of throw out the window, which yeah. I, I'm 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 happy with that just yeah. for the simplifying the amount of characters in the movie. Mm-hmm. But I I I know exactly yeah. what you're saying there. Yeah, like there's more to her just going to the hospital and catching on fire. Right. It's like, and really for me the biggest or the, you know the, the is just the the subtle. Owen versus Oscar. And really, that scene in the Swedish version, after he invites her in, and then there's just that extra minute of dialogue between the two. And I really enjoyed that dialogue, and it's cut from the American version. Now, do you think that has anything to do with the fact that, like, especially, like, I mean, that time, you know, 08, 010, uh, and now it's a very big thing, but the the stigma of the child killer in American society is, is... it's not great. Yeah. You know. Every change to Owen, I think, is in an effort to make him as sympathetic as possible. Yeah. Even think about the final scene, the, the pool scene, and how the bullies approach Oscar, who's already in the pool. It's a very quiet scene. It's a very tense scene, because it's just this conversation between the older brother and, and Oscar inside the pool. But he's already in the pool. In Let Me In, it is a... You know, the lights are off, and he runs to the locker room. He gets dragged down the hall, you know. Um, it's, it's 
yeah, it's it's you know scarier and louder, and I think it's everything. Every change is just to make Owen just pure victim. Pure victim, yeah. yeah. Where I think in the Swedish version, Oscar, you know, you, you see oh shit's happening to him too, but then you also like, I mean, the keeping the clippings, you know, in the beginning versus you know Owen Owen just wore. A, plastic mask and yeah I mean that yeah. kid is interested in death and, and yeah. violence and murder and, which is a great thing because yeah. if, if she's needs I mean, to be caretaker he's gonna be a serial killer yeah and you need someone that's going you know as she said he wants to kill she needs to kill so it's a perfect uh, relationship Owen I never get like you think he's gonna be a good caretaker I mean he'll grow into it when he gets to Richard Jenkins' age, train, train him up. Yeah, train him up. It's gonna take. It's, he he has a he has a he has a little bit more of a learning curve than Oscar. I think Oscar's ready. Yeah, and and too like I mean Oscar pulls that knife and, out at the end. And the pool scene. Yeah, Owen is is yeah grabbed and thrown in the pool. And, yeah, you just feel awful. And, but yeah, Oscar just kind of like stands there. He's like, uh, "You want me to go underwater?" Yeah, gentlemen, so go underwater. But then both times I'm in both movies, I'm like, just fucking swim out to the middle of the pool. Yes. Make their asses I think you. both of that is just... Like, I thought that too. Fucking just idiots. Like, just swim away from Stupid them. kid, you deserve to drown. Once... Especially with Owen, because they throw him in the pool. He pops up, and it's, he's like looking around. He's like, just swim to the other side. You know. He doesn't have a hold of you. Right. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, but then um, he does grab the hair and like shove him. Where yeah. Oscar, he's just like... Oh, he's just uh, sitting there, and just like having this conversation. Let it, let's the guy go. Let's the guy go underwater. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's both those. I was just like, just, just swim away. It's, I did you enjoy the um, kind of nonlinear approach to the beginning of the American movie? I. It's an interesting movie. Uh, Had you seen either before? No, this is, this is my first for both. For both? Okay. Yeah. It's an interesting thing that, that movies do sometimes, which is just take a, a, a incident, an exciting incident from the middle of the movie, put it at the beginning of the movie, and then flash back two weeks. You get to the, Then you get to that point sometime in the middle, and then the movie takes off. I don't know if I like it as a storytelling um, technique, but for this movie, which is a very quiet movie, it's a very slow movie, I understand why maybe you need to start with a little action in the beginning or a little mystery or something because otherwise you're starting with this bullied kid a girl moving in it's a very slow yeah and it's interesting because like, i kind of wonder like you watch the newer one then the older one yeah i watched the older one then the newer one right and i wonder if we had flipped roles on that uh, like just how different we would have had an outlook on this stuff because i watched the swedish one and then the next day i watched them like oh at the beginning like i like what they did there Taking that thing yeah. and throwing that in the front, and then and then now we we roll up to it, and then beyond it after we get to that part. Right, right. Um, so I had never seen either. So I start with this. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? What is what's going on? I don't know who Abby is. I don't know why this guy's burned. I, um, and then you know then it goes uh, then it says you know New Mexico two weeks or two weeks later or something two weeks earlier, um, and so then I watch the Swedish version, and that scene doesn't exist in the beginning. But uh, that's okay because I already know what's going. I know the story, so like, yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, let's get it. I'm meeting Oscar. I'll meet you know, Ellie, and uh, go from there. So yeah, it is interesting how, depending on which ones you saw, but it, 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 I guess it was effective in the sense that I was like, all right, what's going on here? Yeah. What are we doing? Now, did, who's this guy? 
It's just the the whole like premise of acid completely like. I'm still like trying to figure out like why he even had it. Was it for this particular? I think they always had it. Was, it? I think it was a it was kind of like a cyanide pill, you know. He, he always kept it on him in case he ever got caught, and it was to... Um, so she'd have warning. Yeah. Because if he just dies, she or, doesn't know he's gone. Or, or to make him completely unrecognizable. Right. Yeah. But to buy time, really, because he could just kill himself. But it's true, he has to go to the hospital, yeah. she, then she gets word. Yeah. I, I, I just... Th- that whole thing is like just so kind of unexplained and thrown in on both movies. Yeah. Maybe easier... Like, yeah, maybe there's a plan that they have, yeah, too. Yeah, and, and they just show, like... Oh, there's a bottle of... He's swishing around liquid. What uh, the fuck is that? Yeah. Didn't say acid written in Sharpie on it. Should have, though. Should have. Especially for some American audience. Yeah, just the labels like hydrochloric acid or, you know, yeah. whatever is a, a powerful acid. Maybe make it green and bubbly. That's how we know it's acid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, did you like New Mexico as a setting? Yeah, it's fine. I mean, it didn't matter where it was. It just I I I think it did because after the movie was over, I went online. I looked up uh, that city in New Mexico, which is where the atomic bomb was created, uh, and I was like, "Oh, does it get that cold in New Mexico?" It doesn't. So I learned that. <laughs> like well, the average uh, low in uh, January and December is like twenty degrees. I mean, it definitely could snow. But it made me made me think. I go. I didn't just accept it as. Oh yeah, that's the setting. I was. I was like, is it like that in New Mexico? I was like, oh, oh, it must be really high in the mountains. That must be. I went online. I learned about the uh, the geography of the land. It's surrounded by canyon. It, it would be a great place for a vampire to go because it is uh, so secluded, and you know you, you have canyons all around you. And, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I, New Mexico does have ski resorts. Yeah, um, they got stuff like that. Yeah, so. Uh, you know, better than setting in uh, just like a place I would have accepted as cold. Yeah, if they said in Minnesota, but it popped in Mexico. I was like, that's peculiar. Right. Yeah, it is an interesting like interesting choice. Yeah. But also, if you are Richard Jenkins, I mean, he must know this. If I have a vampire, I don't know if I head south. I think I head north because I I, I want the shorter days. But it's you know, the time of year, really. I, I guess so. I, I guess I don't know. I assume the closer you are to the equator, all, it seems like they're always on the move. They are. They move know? around a lot. So, um, been doing a long time. Yeah, and I mean, I, uh, I, I did like. Uh, so they touched. They had kind of like the, where where Oscar and Owen, you know, go into their the other apartment and they see like the relics and stuff. Yeah. And, they were a little more, I thought they showed a little more New American version, like they showed the strip of, of photos. Yeah. And like, oh, that was the guy. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. And, you, and you could piece it together. Yeah. Like, oh, they've been together a long time, since he was a boy. Yeah, and I, and I think that's super cool. They did a little more of that. Because I'm always in, like I would say, I'm always into the lore and the, yeah. the historical like kind of stuff. And so I would like to, uh, like to see that, you know, more, more fleshed out. But, yeah. but the Swedish one had that cool, like, like magical egg thing or the puzzle egg uh, that just yeah, fell the, apart. The frabbage, yeah, 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 puzzle egg. That was cool. Yeah. Um, did you like the? Uh, the only time I was maybe taken out of the American version is the way they they designed the attacks. Um, I didn't like it visually. I I did. I don't like the, the jumpiness of it. 
I didn't, yeah, I mean, I didn't mind that. I yeah. did, to me, I'm like, ah, oh, these are about along the same lines as the cat attack. They don't look great. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, weird, yeah. Yeah, they didn't bother me. I don't think we needed that. We never really get, like, vampire teeth in the oh. movie, but Ellie doesn't oh, yeah. do weird eyes and, and no. you know, do the weird face thing. The vampire, the, 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 like, the eyebrow, like, yeah. the way they have, like, very dust till dawnish. Yeah, they, they didn't get too, like, weird in the Icelandic one. Which no, I, didn't I don't totally think they need that in the American Yeah, one. I don't know why, yeah, I don't feel like, well, I mean, watching the, the, that version, uh, the original, I don't, I don't feel like she really changes... But then you get into, like, the politics of the thing. It's like, we got Chloe Grace Moretz uh-huh. here, who is either going to be a massive star yeah. or just a child kid, child star that falls off the cliff. Um, queen of the remakes. Queen of the remakes. Like, so you got to give her time. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know what she's doing lately. Um, probably some indie stuff. Yeah. And she's around. Like, she's not gone. I see her pictures on magazines still around. So I think that's kind of another thing with that. Like, well, how are we going to get her some more screen time Uh. and give her, like, that act? How how can she act? Well, she can look crazy with fake contacts and and blood all over her. Ah. See, I almost go the other way. Maybe the same way that, uh, you know, the child killer, and you don't want to make Owen... You don't want to be too much gray area of, like, how, how... how crazy is Owen? I thought maybe the same way as um, in this movie, uh, it, or in the Swedish version, you, you really feel bad for, I mean, you feel bad for both these kids. Uh, and I feel like changing her face is just like, okay, the, this is the monster. Like she, the, the one doing the killing, like, that's a monster. That, that's, that's not Chloe Grace Moretz. That, that's some sort of a, uh, you know, make it very obvious. Uh, that's a monster. That that's a vampire monster. Where in you know the Swedish version, it's it's the same. It's it's that girl, and you know having to do uh, you know having to murder people. Right. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, but yeah, maybe maybe do some prosthetics. You know, my my question at at the end of both these movies is kind of like how comfortable is that truck? More do vampires need air? It's yeah. more ambiguous. Is does Ellie? I mean, we talk, we we talked about this being a subgenre of romantic vampire yeah. movie or romantic horror, or whatever. Does Ellie and Abby love Oscar and Owen, or is it just they know they need another protector servant? Yeah, and this is the part of that whole what's that vampire glamoring? Yeah, like is this like this process of glamoring uh, a super like naive and and susceptible person. picking of yeah picking a very weak yeah yeah um and so that's that's another change it's just a very subtle difference between the two actresses and that i feel like the american version chloe grace Moretz plays it so quiet and so emotionless that you almost there are parts where you're like you're kind of scared of her you know when he goes into the apartment he wants to leave there's kind of like a, oh, like what would she do to him, kind of thing, and there is almost like a, is she manipulating him kind of thing, where, just by, having giving Ellie a little more, uh, just the way she speaks, she's a little more confident, so she, maybe just a little more emotion, 
And then there's that, just the little thing at the pool of showing her at the pool. It's like, oh, I think she actually does like Oscar. But yeah, it's, it's a very, I mean, both movies, it's a very like ambiguous ending of. Yeah, do they really like each other, or or does is she just manipulating because she's a vampire and needs? needs yeah, a I mean, for me, both. Yeah. I don't buy into either. I don't buy into Ellie or Abby loving the boys. No. I think they're both conniving fucking vampires. Because they both have weird haircuts, and just like no one would love. No, no. I just think it's like, like for me, and no. like like the history of watching vampire You're movies right. and and reading vampire stories and and stuff. I'm like. No, man, vampires don't love humans. Like, it is all, like, for a servant. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't get any love out of either of them. And yeah. it's just, like, the way I see a vampire. Right. Um, and I love that about it. Like, yeah. for me, I'm like, yeah, these fucking, they're good. Yeah, and for they're me, good. it was just that. Tricky little, those tricky little devils. Yeah. You know, you never see Abby. Abby's just, you know, she, she's a flat line. You know, it doesn't go up or down. It's just, you know. Ah, we can't be friends. I gotta go. You know, just you know, she plays it. Doesn't get cold. You know, all that stuff. But you know, and then the sweet version. You know, Abby does seem to get mad. She just seems to get mad or sad. Like she just seems a little, a little more. But uh, yeah, both. You don't know, but you kind of figure out where it's going. It's just like whether they do or don't. Um, Owen Oscar's in it. He's in it now. When we kind of see his fate is. It's just gonna. It's a cycle. Eventually, he'll he'll get old too. Yep. And and, uh, and uh, both swimming pool scene. Yeah. When the vampire shows up, are fucking awesome. Oh yeah, both yeah both of scenes are done. They're yeah. so good. Yeah. They're so good. Uh, they're the same. Uh, just like, just the way like, water up from underwater yeah. and blood and and here's an arm, here's a head. God, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Very cool. Uh. Would you like to see a sequel to Let Me In? Do you want to see more adventures of... Uh, we have de-aging technology now. So we can age down Chloe Grace Moretz 12. Uh, Cody Smith McPhee. You know, he's probably 18 now or something. Pick up their adventures. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with a one-off on these. Yeah. Um... I think we got enough vampire stuff. Like we can explore some other vampire things. So, so would you like to see this remade and maybe switch it up a little bit? Frankenstein monster moves in next door to a bully boy. Um, I don't know about Frankenstein monster. Maybe a Frankenstein Doctor Frankenstein, oh. and then the boy becomes Igor. Oh, we see that relationship. So like, we need. I need a guy to go dig dig me body yeah. parts and stuff. And so, does Doctor Frankenstein love Igor? Or is he manipulation? <laughs> it's always manipulation. But we've never we've never explored that actual the actual Frankenstein Igor relationship. You know, maybe there's a reason Igor's like super loyal. We need the movie to tell us how. To, yeah, yeah, we need the lore. Yeah, we need we need we need to uh, do this. <laughs> um, definitely don't need a remake. We're talking. It's it's we're we're coming up on nine years, and this is a movie. I don't think. Uh, uh, it opened, uh, I think I have some of that information. Um, let me pull it up here. Let's see. It, uh, I believe, opened 8th. Um, and where's the budgeting information? Here we go. Uh, had a $20 million budget, the American version. Uh, 
box office was twenty four million dollars. You know, not a huge success. This is a movie mm-hmm. that I, I kind of just heard of, but no one was talking about it. Yeah, it, it came and went. I feel. Yeah. Um, um, which is a shame because I, I think it's a very good movie. I think people should watch it. I yeah. Go I check mean, it out. I think both these movies are are freaking good. Yeah. I enjoyed both of them. Um, I think the I I. I prefer the Swedish version just yeah. because of the originality and it does have a more sense of surrounding you as a film. Yes. Um, they do a thing with light in the Swedish version which is that everything seems very blue. Mm. Everything's white. You yeah. know, it's, it's winter. And in the American version I don't know if it's just American style it's uh, very uh, orange. Very red filtered. Um, yeah. And that, just that Swedish is that very white it just it's, it feels more cold cold look it's yeah. got that cold you, look to I it. mean I wanted as soon as I started I, I grabbed a blanket yeah right, had a cup of tea I yeah. mean I was in it I, I, was, I needed to be warmed up yeah it must snow so much in New Mexico that ice skating during PE is like a thing that the PE teacher puts into his curriculum that's the one thing every winter he's that like, I think they're absolutely wrong with in New Mexico is the fact that there's even any semblance of a hockey yeah that uh, you go to a pond hockey society there yeah that's not any no way I mean, that's why you should have said in Minnesota no I now again I wouldn't have googled anything if, if it would have popped up Minnesota 1983 I go okay but because in New Mexico I'm like all right I do some in. I, I have been to New Mexico. No. Um, I have been in cold weather in New Mexico. So I just took I just took it. You know they're big like coyote fans? Um, I know that's uh, Arizona, but you know it's right there. It's the NHL team. Yeah, I don't uh, no, I don't yeah. think so. I don't yeah. think so. What? It was it ever explained it, it, nothing wrong with it. This is America. This is the melting pot. Why the gym teacher had such a thick accent? No, but in the he, Swedish one, the gym teacher was Spanish, so he had a he had a yeah uh, accent and couldn't speak Swedish very well. He was being corrected by the other teacher. Yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah. So they no one corrects him. He just has a very we just have foreign. Yeah, we just have foreign. It was uh, a foreign PE teacher. Yeah. yeah, he's just a, a a Russian PE teacher. I so I watched the American version first. I, I was like. Oh, maybe he's in the Swedish version. Like, maybe he's both. Mm. But uh, he's not. He's just, he's just this guy. No, it just... In, German, in, Russian... In New Mexico, we got this uh, yeah. Russian, Ukrainian, yep. maybe... Moved um, to New Mexico yep, to be teacher. a gym teacher. And then in Sweden, we got this Spanish-speaking... Spanish? Yeah. Moved... Heard about Alaska. Couldn't quite get there. But was like, you know what? I'll go to the Alaska of Europe. Yep. Went to Head Sweden. there. So, yeah, I just... Yeah, you did did they have? But I was just, I was like, this, this is an interesting gym teacher. Also, weird after school programs. Yeah. In both schools. Yeah. I mean, the, and also, yeah. Okay, this is what the Swedish movie does worse. Uh, weird water marching one on one PE teacher uh, lessons. Yeah. That was, that was weird. Yeah, the marching. That yeah. was that. The American version, we nail swim class because, yeah, he's just on the edge of the pool yeah. teaching you breathing techniques yeah. and how to kick your Put legs. Put your head down. Everyone does that in swim lessons. Yeah. We didn't have this. That, that weird marching. Like, I, was waiting for a, I was waiting for a Hail Hitler or something. It was like, yeah. like, what the fuck is this shit? It's, 
It's Sweden. <laughs> and maybe that's, you know, maybe there's just some cultural things that we just don't. Maybe cats are like a big, like, oh, you can't make a Swedish movie without having a cat in it. That could be. Don't even try. That could be. Yeah. That's why, I'm, this is why the Americans, we didn't get the snowman, you know? We still understand the cultural <laughs> differences there. Um, let me in. Did we need it? Man, I really liked it. I'm gonna say no though, because the let the right one in is just fine. Like, like I said, it, it's a B plus versus an A minus and, or and, an A. Like, and, and like we said, the Swedish version is is very washable for an American. Yes. So no, we didn't need it. Yeah, I'm gonna go opposite. I believe the Swedish version is the superior movie. Let me in is a very good movie still. But I just know that there's some people out there that as much as I tell them, as much as you can say, it's a very easy to understand foreign film. You just know there's some assholes just like, I don't read movies. That's the thing. There are people that refuse subtitles. They just won't do it. So I guess... There's people that refuse black and white movies. Yeah. It's just... Oh, black and white foreign film? Don't even even start. (laughs) Throw them. Rock through the TV play yeah. if you put that on. Like Elvis, they'll just shoot it. <laughs> uh, so, for that reason... Did you do the Rotten Tomatoes on these? Oh, yeah, I, I got them both. Uh, we'll start... Let's let's start the Swedish, the Swedish version. Um, let's get over there. Critical consensus. Oh, that's the director. All right, so 189 um, critic reviews. It is sitting... Do you want to take a guess? I mean, it seems like a like a critical darling yeah. if it's hitting festivals. 90? 98. Whoa! 98%. Yeah, that's good. Uh, critical consensus, uh, Let the Right One In, reinvigorates the seemingly tired vampire genre by effectively mixing scares with intelligent storytelling. That's a good write-up. That's a great write-up. I can't disagree with Some of their write-ups are not, we, are not good, but that's a great yeah, write-up. Yeah, no, this what that movie is, yeah. Uh, then we'll go two years later. We flip over to Let Me In. You want to take a shot at that one? Well, the movie snobs are going to be like, well... 233. The movie snobs are going to be like, no... 74. 88. That's good. Yeah. And you... I agree with both those. Both these... Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's a B... 88. And the Swedish version, I think, is a 98. Yeah. Yeah. 95. For for picking hairs. Chloe Grace Morantz. Yeah. Queen of the remake. What should she do next that's a remake of a horror movie? Um... Bride of Frankenstein. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get it. I've never seen Bride of Frankenstein. I mean, but you know, I, I love let's female-driven horror movie. Let's 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 go. Let's do it. Um, interesting though, you know, you talk about the movie snobs, and maybe a lot of them are users. So uh, let the right one in amongst audience ninety percent. Among the American version amongst audience seventy six percent. So okay. I don't know about that. Yeah. Maybe it's just, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe some snobs there just saying, hey, it's not... Um, Could be. Yeah. Uh, so their critical sense is similar to the original in all the right ways, but with enough changes to stand on its own, Let Me In is the rare Hollywood remake that doesn't add insult to inspiration. Also a good write-up. Yeah. Now, is, uh, is Chloe Grace Moretz, is she deteriorating in acting as she gets older? I think a lot of um, I think a lot of child actors who make the jump uh, from child actor to act to adult, they do seem to take just a couple years. Because like we had her in Kick Ass, yeah, everyone loved her in Kick Ass. 
I thought she was really good in this one. Yeah. But then Carrie, we talked, maybe not the best person. Yeah. For Carrie. Um, yeah, then, I was kind of questioning, is she a good actor? And then in Neighbors, too, she's horrendous. Maybe she's not a funny actor. Oh, yeah, she's in Neighbors, too. Yeah, you're right. So uh, she so recently let's see so let's, let's so we we know neighbors too, uh, teenage actress now you know so so we saw her as a as a she's still a teenager oh well, you mean oh neighbors too yeah, yeah. freshman in college uh, we go to uh, you know does a lot of indie stuff uh, but then she is in another horror remake uh, Suspiria which is a seventies I think that's a I think that's oh. another four I think that's a foreign movie horror I think it's body horror. Dancing, I don't know. You know, those ballerinas, they have their, you know, their feet yeah. get all jacked up. So that was in 2018. Uh, and then she is a voice in the animated Adams Family movie. So that just came out. Hmm. So that is her. And then it seems like she has some uh, a lot of voice acting coming up. Uh, she is in a Snow White uh, animated movie. Um, and there's a Tom and Jerry movie that she is going to be in. She's hanging around. She's hanging around. Waiting for that. Waiting for that big time breakout role. Yeah. That adult breakout role. Oh, and then she's going to be in a Bonnie and Clyde movie, or a uh, alt- alternate take on the Bonnie and Clyde story. So she will be playing Bonnie Parker, hmm. opposite Jack O'Connell. I don't know you, Jack, but he will be Clyde. Um, so yeah, look forward to that. Um, yeah, I just feel like, you know, you look at like a, like a Dakota fan. Like any, any actually just kind of made the jump. It just seems like there's there's a couple years where, where you don't hear from them, and then they pop back up, and they're like, oh, hey, look. And, you know, they're, they're doing, uh, now you're like, oh, that's an adult person now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, let the right one in. Check it out. Definitely check out Let the Right One In. Yeah. Let me in. Watch check it. Check them both out. Check them both out. Yeah, but yeah if, if you know someone, or if you are someone who just doesn't want to read, uh, subtitles, or you know, doesn't want to hear foreign language, or um, you know, also I, th- I think Oscar his haircut's so goofy. I don't know if that's just a traditional Swedish haircut, that's but bad. he's he's hard to look at yeah. for an hour and a half. He's like, that's weird. Just fix it. Yeah. But, uh, so if if you don't like that, let me in as a perfectly fine foreign uh, uh, remake. It is. Yeah. So. Uh, if you have thoughts on let the right one in, let me in. If you know more vampire lore, like uh, that would be new to me, like the cat thing. Here's what I know: garlic, crosses, sunlight, doors, wooden stakes, wooden stakes. Now silver. I had oh silver. silver See, bullets. I thought that was a werewolf. Well, Blady uses silver bullets. Oh yeah, Jackson's fools up. Yeah. So if you know more vampire lore. <laughs> Uh, let me know. You can tweet us at uh, DBTG Pod or find us on uh, uh, Facebook or email dbtgpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're going to continue our cult theme. We're doing another. We're doing a, uh, another winter Christmas movie. We're doing Die Hard Two. Die Harder. I'm gonna have to. I can't remember if there's a sub yeah. title on that one. We're, we're going to nail it down for the next episode. But uh, yeah, we're doing a. Yeah, we're we're getting kind of the classics here. Yeah, we're we're doing a sequel. Uh, to Die Hard so that'll be fun it's uh, Die Hard's a movie I watch every year I can't tell you last time I saw Die Harder I can't either so yeah that'll be fun uh, until then it's been Don't Be That Guy Guy's sequel remix bundle up it's cold outside